sitting on top That'll change your life Talking about the word of the Lord He'll make it all right If you can redeem And if you really love him, say so Join in and share what's on your heart Pass the mic with a pass the mic Mike with Pastor Mike. I'm your host, Pastor Mike, and my lovely co-host, Lady J, your church mother. Hey, everybody. This is Lady J. You are listening to Pastor Mike with Pastor Mike, and today's topic is religion versus relationship. Hey, everybody, Pastor Mike here and my lovely co-host, Lady J, your church mother. Thank you to everyone who is listening to our show. This show goes live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for your enjoyment. And you can follow this show at blogtalkradio.com forward slash PTM with Pastor Mike. You can follow me on Twitter at Pastor M. Johnson 6. And on Facebook at Pastor Mike, W4 slash Pastor Mike. All links are in the show description. We have a very, very, very special guest with us today, my friend and my brother, Pastor Antoine Brumble. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Pastor Brumble. We are so glad, so glad to have him with us today. Very, very excited. Uh, Pastor Brumble, just to get you acquainted with, you know, our guests and everything and our audience, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody. I'm Pastor, uh, Pastor Antoine Brumble, and I'm from uh, Seaford, Delaware, located in Newcastle right now. My church is located in uh, Newcastle Restoration Kingdom Fellowship. Amen. And he's in uh, Delaware, right? Delaware. What part of Delaware again? Newcastle, Delaware. Newcastle, Delaware. Newcastle, Delaware. They have a phenomenal church. I've been there uh, a couple times, and the worship experience was second to none. Well, second to KLWT, but, uh, you know. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, Pastor uh, Brumble, uh, quick question. Uh, what are some pros and cons of being a pastor? Um, the pros are it's it's a life fulfillment um, when you see your people or you see the kingdom at large um, get saved and changed and delivered. And it's um, the cons are it's, you know, it's a hard job um, to keep um, to keep the to keep the momentum going right. as a pastor. Um, it's, it's not an easy job. It's not something I've been in this for four years it's not something that you just walk into, jump into like other people do. Um, I've been doing this for four years, as I said, and mm-hmm. it's been rough. And but there, there has been a lot of pros to it, a lot of pros. Right, because and uh, one thing, uh, one of the, the problems that I see in the church today is that you have a lot of young ministers 
that want to jump so fast into leadership. Yes, sir. Not really understanding the consequences and the responsibility that comes with it. And so gung-ho to jump into it, and they're not really prepared. Yes, sir. Not really being prepared. So today uh, we're actually talking about religion versus relationship, and um, and having religion uh, versus relationship, there's a lot of uh, things going on in the body of Christ that's really, I would have to say, that's really not pleasing to God. Like right. to be to be truthful, yeah. that's really it's really not pleasing to God. You know, um, it's a sad thing for, you know, people to come to church and fill in one way, and they're still leaving out the same way. And just because we jumped and shout and crisscrossed and hollered and, you know, that we think that, oh, you know, God moved. But in reality, somebody that came in contemplating suicide is still, you know, leaving contemplating Suicide, because there was really no encounter, you know, no life-changing encounter that they experienced that would change, alter their decision, alter their mindset, you know, change their hearts and convict them into uh, wanting to do better, wanting to, you know, hold on a little bit longer, as the older saints would say. So um, in your own words, what is the difference between uh, religion and relationship? Um, it's, it goes far beyond your normal church circuit. Um, being, um, a Sabbath keeper, Hebrews or like however you want to say it, um, I have experienced both sides of the fence of going to church on Sunday and going to church on Saturday. Right. So you're, you're, your if you were called religion based, oh yes, you're taught about the Sabbath. You're taught about um, what not to eat. What, you know, this is not clean in the scriptures, and this and that. You talk about the Torah. You talk about Tanakh. And you talk about all these things. And but there comes a time where um, you're supposed to get a relationship with the eternal. Right. And so when you do not. Um, when you focus more on the religious background of the Sabbath world or even Sunday, mm-hmm. if you focus on the traditional, non-nominational, whatever case would be, you become engulfed of something that is that it has nothing to do with Yah at all, right. Yah or God at all. And now, in, now we're in the, in the season in the new millennial that people are just going to church just to be going to church. Right, right. People going to church just to dance. People going to church just to just to sing. Like and uh, come to church to for a faster show. Nobody comes to church like you said earlier, Pastor Mike, to change, to be different, to get that relationship built on between the eternal. And we are we're we're fighting this um sacrilegious um church now, you know what I'm saying? Right. And um, one of my friends, one of my prophet's friends that I know, she hit me up, and we was having a conversation, and she told me the meaning of church. And the meaning of church is, and I hope I'm not getting off topic, but um, the meaning of church is 
um, it's, a, it's called circus. Wow. wow. The meaning of church in Hebrew means circus. Wow. So that's for for all of us. That's what we see. And that's true. That's true. It, 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 that's what we see. Right. We don't right. see. We don't see church. We don't see what we saw back in the day when I was younger, when you was younger, when the old mothers didn't worry about the propaganda and the TVs. And they didn't have none of that. They had right. a hot church, hot storefront hot church, church, and they had church. Right. It wasn't right. worth they, – they walked the church. Right. I, I remember my grandma telling me, oh, yeah, we walked from, like, 15 miles just to get to the church house or 15 miles just to get to school. So – now, because we're so spoiled in the church world, and to a certain extent, mm-hmm. we believe that all we need is a dance. Right. All we right. need is a good hakamashanda, and that's it. But no relationship, no right. prayer time, right. no word base, right. no change. Why would I come to church and not want change, especially if you have the Holy Spirit? You should want to get changed. Right, right. And so... That's my my difference between religion. Religion is pretty much is uh, is pretty much you you pretty much just being sacrilegious. That's it. You just being whatever the denomination is, right? And that's it. And not having that one on one tie with the eternal. Mm-hmm. And you said something that was very very interesting. Um, you know, people coming to church you know, to sing and just to shout. And, you know, uh, the, some people actually come to church just so you can see their outfits. So they can show you, you know, look at all the colors that I was able to put together, you know, and look at my socks, how my socks, you know. And the, the sad thing is that a lot of people today can't really explain why they believe in what they believe in today. You can ask a lot of people, you know, why do you believe in what you believe? And, you know, some of them, a lot of them, truthfully, will be stuck. Really? They'll be stuck. Or they'll give you the answer, well, you know, I've been in church all my life. Really? That doesn't, you know, solidify why you believe in what you believe in. That's simply, you know, you was just brought up in church. But there comes a point where we have to have an understanding we're doing. And... um. And the truth of the matter is, Pastor Brumble, and I'm going to say this, but um, a lot of it has to do with teaching. The truth. A lot of it has to do with teaching. You know, you have a lot of people that's not really teaching, you know, what we really need um, to have a relationship with God. We're so focused on just getting the people into the seats. That's right. You know, how much money we can collect. And that's the sad part. That's really the sad part. You know, we're not really worried about the souls. But um, we're getting ready to take a 60-second uh, message break uh, from Rome and the Kitchen. This is your 60-second tip with Chef Rome. I'm here to give you three high-quality tips on how to fry better chicken. Uh, the first tip would be the oil does matter. A lot of people believe that you can just use any type of oil to fry chicken in. The best oil to use when frying chicken would be vegetable oil. And the main reason is because 
It allows you to taste the natural flavor of the chicken. The second tip is brining. What is brining? Brining is placing the protein in a water, sugar, or salt solution just for a certain period of time. That's completely up to you. Um, you sit it in there, and then you take it out. And you begin to season it. And it just makes the chicken more flavorful as well as juicy. The third and final tip is let your chicken rest when it comes out of the grease. A lot of times people want the hottest chicken. They just want it at that moment. And it will also keep you from uh, from burning your lips. This has been your 60-second message break with Chef Ron. You guys have a good day. Welcome back. You're listening to Pastor Mike with Pastor Mike. I'm your host, Pastor Mike, and we are here with my lovely co-host, Lady J, your church mother, and our special guest for this evening, uh, Pastor Brumble, all the way from Newcastle, Delaware. Hello. Uh, We're going to continue our topic um, discussion, uh, talking about religion versus relationship. Um, However, what we're going to do now is we're going to open up the phone lines for you to call in and ask your questions, uh, you can call us at 215-383-3912. Again, the number is 215-383-3912. And you can ask your questions or give us a comment comment on what we are talking about um, this evening. So um, real quickly, Lady J, how do you feel about, um, you know, the religious aspect of the church world? Um, well, pretty much I I can say that I pretty much um, grew up in a religion, religious type uh, church, not taking away anything from my background. I thank God um, for my late bishop, Bishop Smalls. Um, but I think that we had so much tradition in the church that it kind of didn't leave much room for relationship with God. Like, I didn't really get to know God for myself until I became older. And I think religion pretty much brings you to a place where you're asking more from God. If you have that open heart and that open mind, um, you get to a point where it's like, God, I know it's more than just coming to church week after week and experiencing the same old thing. And you get to that place where, God, I need more. And I think that it's, the church is kind of lacking that desire for more because it's popular to go to church and have on the hottest outfit. It's popular to go to church and have the baddest band. It's just popular to go to church because your your friends are there. Right. But no one is really seeking after relationship with God. And I just think that, you know, we – I say it all the time, and I just think that the church is filled with, like, a bunch of Pharisees where they're so stuck on tradition, the Pharisees were so stuck on tradition that when Jesus came doing things a different way, they had a problem with it. And they're like, no, we did it like this because our forefathers did this and our forefathers said this and it's written in the law to do this. And Christ was like, listen, this is this is how I'm doing it. Like, be open. And I think that the problem is when you become religious and you're stuck in religion, you become biased. Right. So anything that's different and out of the norm, you pretty much – you object to it. You, you, you're you on the opposing side of it. So I just, you know, my prayer is just for the church to, you know, become open to God and what he's doing. And it's not just about, you know, the biggest church or the baddest choir or who sings the best or who preach the best, who can hoop the best and the longest. It's, it's not about that. I just, I, my, pray for the, my prayer for the church nowadays is that we just have an open heart 
and we really get in relationship with God because I can know you as my husband. I can know your heart without you opening your mouth, and that's what right. God wants from us. Right. He wants us to know his heart without him even speaking to us. Yes, we want to hear God's voice, and it's important for us to hear his voice, but God wants to know, do you know me well enough to know my heart without me opening my mouth? Right. But then when I do speak, is there, are you in the place of relationship where you're right there? Right. Where you're available to me, where you're accessible. So that's just pretty much my prayer for the church that we lose religion and we really get in relationship with God, and that's going to take an open heart because religion is definitely a closed heart to what you've been taught, and right. it's more to what you've been taught. Right. And I don't want anybody to think that, you know, we're here bashing the church. No, we're not. No, indeed. Right. We're not bashing the church. However, um, when you've been in church all your life and you can see um, that the church is not um, increasing but decreasing, uh, you know, if you have a heart or true heart for God, you will want things to change and to go back to the way that God has planned for it to go. Um, so we're not bashing the church at all. However, what we are doing is we're crying out. The Bible says cry loud and spare not. And that's exactly what we are doing. We're crying loud. And we're crying out, praying that, you know, people have an open um, heart, an open ear to hear what um, the Spirit of God is saying. So we're not bashing the church, you know, we're not coming against nobody. You know, if, if you want to wear um, pink and green and orange, you know, feel free, do so. Do your thing. Do, but have do your relationship thing. in doing your thing. Yeah. Have relationship with right. God. Right. And so we're, um, we're looking and we're uh, inquiring that you get relationship. You know, don't just go to church because this is, this is all I know. You know, or it's just, you know it's the Sabbath, or it's Sunday. You know, this is the day. It's I got to go to church because it's the day. It's the time for me to go. No, go to church with the uh, with the mindset. I'm doing this because I love God. I'm doing this because I want to have an encounter with God. You know, I don't want to just come there and just be in the uh, in the uh, the clip that they call it, you know, that we're all just, you know, sitting there gossiping. And, and, and that's another thing that really gets that's a, uh, <laughs> I know we don't really have the time to go into it. But Pastor Brumber, that's really something that really, really, really irks me in the, in the church world. How can you come to church knowing that all week long it was nobody that kept you but the Almighty? And you just sit there like a lump on the log. I really have a problem with that. I I don't want to interject, but I believe. I was sitting here just thinking about it. I believe, and we're not going to make no excuses for anybody, but some people don't believe in Yah at all. Right. And and it's because of the because of the lack of. Oh, he's not giving me what I want, or he's not doing this, he's not doing that. But you got to ask yourself, what have you done for him? Right, right. So if you be faithful over little, he'll make you ruler over many. So if you're not faithful to the little that you do, 
reading your word, praying, being being on time for church, being this, and not being on time because that's what your pastor said, be on time because you had that relationship with the eternal right. because you want something different from him. Right. We don't cry out to the eternal no more. We don't seek his face anymore. Right. We don't seek for change. We don't seek. And if you are saved, there is no reason why that you should not be changed anyway. There should, there should be no reason why. Right. And, and I think that's the issue um, with a lot of churches is because they lost their zeal too. Mm-hmm. They lost their zeal for ministry. Mm-hmm. And but and then we always play the blame game. Oh, he didn't do this. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Well, because he's trying to teach you teach you a lesson. Right, right. We're not learning our lesson. That's why we're going daily, going through the same cycle, this sta- same religious cycle. Uh-huh. Let's go there. Same religious cycle, same mindset, same thing, because we're not learning our lesson. We're not learning what the lesson is in the process. Right. And so the process is taking longer. You're supposed to be praying. You're supposed to be praising. You're supposed to be worshiping. But your posture is totally out of whack and it's not in the right in the right setting. Right. And uh, um, I stated something earlier uh, before we went to our 60-second uh, message break, and I said that a lot of it has to do with the teaching. Yes, sir. Um, um, we have a caller, so I'm out. I hold my thought when we'll get to this call. You're on the air with Pastor Mike. Hi, Pastor Mike. I would like to comment on sure. uh, what you were speaking about. I I totally agree with everything that you were saying. And I thank God okay. for you, yourself. Uh, and, and all that you all are saying, because everything that you're saying is a blessing, um, because it is so important to have relationship and uh, with God. And I think just as you were saying, the problem is people don't have relationship. Um, you know, the Bible uh-huh. puts it this way. Uh, he said it to us in uh, Second Chronicles. He said, that's my people that are called by my name that would turn right. from their wicked ways. But I think sometimes we oh, tend to please, seek the, the face of God and not seek his heart. Right. And and I totally agree. And uh, relationship doesn't always mean. I think people are afraid of relationship because it, sometimes they think that the relationship is hard. But the Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. Relationship right. just right. means that you're in commitment, that you're in connection, that he is your Lord and you are the servant. So I just thank God for you and this you this radio, and I want to say continue to do what God is calling at your at your saying, and I, I thank God for it. So be blessed. Thank you, God, uh, sir. I didn't get your name. What's your name, sir? Elder Johnson. Okay, Elder Johnson. We thank you again for calling and uh, being on the show with us. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. So, again, you know, we we have uh, people that really are looking for relationships. And as as Elder uh, Elder Johnson just said, that a lot of people don't yearn 
for relationship because the truth of the matter, uh, Pastor Brimble, relationship is hard. It's easy to just date or to just lust after. Right. It's easy. It's so easy to do that. But when you're talking about having a committed relationship, that means it takes work. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. Uh, and a lot of people are afraid of working. They This generation now wants it so easy. They want everything fast. I'm praying to God that God had blessed me with a car. So when I wake up tomorrow morning, I want my car to be outside. No, it don't work like that. Faith without work. Hey, right. It is. If you got to work, you get towards it. Exactly. And we really, really, really have to change our mindsets. Like, we really have to change our mindset. Like, it is, uh, it is very, very imperative that we, as the body believers, change our mindset because the Bible says he's coming back for a church. Without a spot or wrinkle, and what a lot. Go ahead, lady. You know what just came to mind that um, when you were just saying that, that the Lord is coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle, um, it it would be a sad thing, and this is how it's it's happening now that people have a religion and don't even know that they have religion because right. because there's power in His name. When you use the name of God, things happen. That's good. Things happen. That's so very when good. they get before God and they say, God, haven't I done this in your name and haven't I done that in your name? The reason why he can say, I never knew you, is because you had religion. You had no relationship mm-hmm. with him. And relationships take sacrifice. You have to give up some things in order to please God. So, And when you lose your life for him, you're actually saving it. That's the word. But we don't want to sacrifice for God. So I, I just I can't, me, myself, live this life and do all of this work for the Lord. And you even said it um, during our service that we are actually, we're so busy working for God that we're not working with God. Right. So when God go to speak, we're so caught up in the religion aspect of it that we can't hear him because we're so busy doing things, thinking that we're doing the right thing. And God is like, well, I haven't even spoken to you, but you gave a word. Right. You gave a word out of your flesh. And because religion says you can pretty much uh, look at somebody and see that they're crying, know that they're going through. Religion can pick that up, but relationship can see the heart of that person right. and speak to their heart as a true prophet would turn the people's heart back to, back God. to God. And that's relationship. And that, that's so very true. And you have a lot of people that's operating out of uh, just their giftings. Right. And not operating with the anointing. And that's religion. Right, and with the power of God, because we get so comfortable. And and I I, I made this. I was talking to a young lady, and we was talking about um, you know being a prophet and um, other stuff like that. And I learned this from uh, my apostle, Apostle Joe and Savage Jr. And he said that don't just get caught up in operating through the gift. Don't just get caught up in operating through the gift. Because God has called you to be a prophet, you know, don't just get caught up in operating through the gift, but uh, operate through God. Let God operate through you any way he wants to. Because at any moment, God might not want you to, to operate as a prophet. He might want you to operate as an evangelist. He might want you to operate as a teacher. 
He might want you to operate, you know, as a preacher or, you know, or whatever. And so we get so caught up, we get so caught up in just operating through um, our gifting that we forget to operate through God. Uh, this is the part of the show where we have to say good night. But I want to say thank you to my friend, uh, Pastor Brumble, and to my beautiful co-host, Lady J, your church mother. Thank you for being a part of the show. God desires for us to have a relationship with him, and too many of us are spiritually sleeping. And it's time for us, as the people of God, to be spiritually awakened so that we can get out of our spiritual slumber. Join us next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. This has been your host, Pastor Mike, with Pastor Mike. We'll see you later. Sticking on top that'll change your life. Talking about the word of the Lord, he'll make it all right. If you've been redeemed, and if you really love him, say so. Join in and share what's on your heart. Pass the mic with a pass the mic.